Welcome to the Bacon Game Sports Pod. Your source for the latest on baseball, football, and whatever else he feels like talking about. Get ready. Here is your host, Jesse. Hey guys, welcome back to the Bacon Games podcast. Um, I've got a fun guest from Fiji on this time. Why don't you uh, introduce yourself to my my lovely listeners? Hello, guys. Well, uh, my name's Blaze, BKR Sport, and uh, I'm actually I'm I'm living in Fiji, but I'm I'm from Australia, as you can tell with my my accent. Uh, and uh, yeah, I love love my sport, man. I have a YouTube channel where I, I vlog live sporting experiences, and and I have a podcast where we talk to the players as well, called In the Sheds. So you know, I love my sport, and I'm keen to chat to, about some NFL today. I'm I'm pretty excited. You're my you're my second international guest. I actually talked to a world champion archer from Ireland yesterday. So. This will be Ireland, exciting. Well, wow. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's a corner of the world that uh, you wouldn't usually expect too many. Uh, yeah. <laughs> too many yeah, from. To be honest, yeah, I'm hitting all the the ex British colonies. We, we're we're working into it, you know. I'm American. Yeah, exactly. We got the Ireland, and we got there. We go. Okay, cool. All right. So you're a Lions fan. I, I have that correct, right? Unfortunately, yeah. So uh, as a, it, it's pretty crazy because most people would expect, you know, Australian. Well, when you're not from America, you kind of have the free roam to choose who you want to choose when supporting teams. Because you know, when you're in America, say you're from Jacksonville, you're going to go for the Jaguars. Or if you're from <laughs> New York, you're more than likely going to go for the Giants, the Jets. But when you're not from America, it's like it, it's really easily you can just say who you want to support. Now, when someone says who do you support? And you say the Lions. They're like, well, why do you? Why the hell would you choose to support the Detroit Lions as an Australian? And unfortunately, it's just they're very similar to my team on the Gold Coast and, and, and rugby league. And I, I kind of just connected with them, and that was the, the start of my misery. Hey, that, that's funny that you bring up New York and the Jaguars because I am from New York and I root for the Jaguars. So that is that is a pretty interesting uh, coincidence there. Are you? Uh, uh, you're from New York? Yeah, yeah, I'm from New oh, York. True. Okay, that's an interesting mix. Yeah, it is. Um, basically, the story is my dad grew up a Bears fan, even though he grew up in New Jersey. My mom also grew up in New Jersey, and she's a Jets fan. So I kind of had like free reign to pick whatever I wanted. And going to high school, I was just like, you know what? I want to be a little different. I want to see some new stuff. And then I uh, decided to pick the Jags because they're pretty cool. So it's been um, yeah. a lifelong regret of mine. Uh, yeah, well, I know, I know how you feel. I know how you feel. But then again, yeah, like even if you yes. had chose the Giants, like besides about like 10, 15 years ago, they, they've been pretty misery too. So mm-hmm. miserable too. So yeah. Either way, pick your poison. Yeah, at least, uh, yeah, for sure, recently, definitely. Um, okay, <laughs> so let's get into some questions that I've prepared. Um, first one I've been asking a lot of my guests, for the most part, is um, do you think the NFL will start on time? Or what, what do you think is going on with the, the COVID situation? Do you think we'll, we'll play? Well, look, I, as, as you know, I've said, I'm, I'm not in America, so I don't know the technical details of exactly what's going on. Like, I know that it's pretty significant over there compared to over here where it's not as bad because we, you know, got on top of it pretty early and it's, it wasn't winter for us. So our mm. sports are starting to come. Well, actually, our rugby league starts next Friday, next Thursday night. We're mm-hmm. going back. Obviously, we're not allowed to go into the stadium, uh, but mm-hmm. they're, they're playing the, the game. So I'd assume... With America, as, as far as I'm aware, I've heard that baseball's coming back very soon. I've heard that basketball, they really want to get it going like mid-June, mid-July. They've started to open up training facilities uh, very briefly. Like I'm pretty sure actually today it was the, the, the or tomorrow for you guys, but mm-hmm. today for me, they, uh, well, that's weird to say, but. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but I can't um, but yeah, apparently there's training facilities opening, 
very slightly. And, and I think it will get underway at the same time that it was meant to, but just not with any fans there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, to be honest, I'm, I'm pretty... I'm very much okay with that. Just give me that kind of sports. I'm dying. I'm dying. Yeah, <laughs> you know exactly, I mean? bro. Oh man, yeah. oh, it's, it's been it's been torturous. Like at least for us, we get sports back next week. But for you guys, like mm. I can't see baseball starting up until at least late June. Yeah, I think um, I think they're shooting for like July first or like weekend of July fourth to get it going, which would be kind of fun and like interesting. But um, man, it is. It is a little brutal. I've been playing so much MLB The Show and like a lot of Madden just to like get my yeah. fix, but it's it's it doesn't replace it. Like I'm not good at any of these games, so it's not really even super fun to like play. So, um, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just excited. Yeah, I, I I think I'm probably in agreement though. I think a lot of we're seeing a lot of stuff, um, you know, come back. I think the NBA and the NF or I'm sorry, the MLB will be back by July. I I would think. Um, just definitely no fans. I don't really give a shit about that. I don't really like going to games too often. I find it. Um, that's like, a crazy statement to make <laughs> that is uh, a mad yeah, statement okay. yeah i mean i i just uh i like to watch stuff from the cover of my home and i also like to watch like 50 games at once like on like uh yeah. like football on sundays i'm like i'm into red zone i've got like my team pulled up on like a streaming website and stuff i'm i'm like i've got it all over the place i want to see all the stuff when you're at a stadium like you got one game to watch and like if you're mm. doing it early like i remember burning to a crystal when i went to like the jets i think it was the jets miami game and i went to jacksonville in week three uh, like two years ago, I, I like literally almost died there. Like, I'm pretty sure I would have passed out from like heat exhaustion yep. if we didn't buy like five water bottles. So, um, which costs, <laughs> costs a little bit of money too, but you know, it's whatever. Um, that, that's, that's funny you say that. Cause you know, like I, like I said before, I, I, my, my YouTube channel is all about kind of traveling to the experience, uh, to the events and, and experience. And I know exactly what you're saying uh, in regards to not being able to watch everything going on. Like I guess at baseball games, I went to Chicago last year and I was there for three oh, months cool. and I, I went to Cubbies games and, and uh, Bulls games and White Sox and, and all, and Blackhawks. And I went there and, mm-hmm. and blogged those events and, you know, besides baseball, where you can see the scores in like the court, like on the screen or in the corner and stuff like that, you don't really. You have to be looking at your phone, and if you're looking at your phone, you might miss <laughs> what's going on on the actual, you know, field or uh, on the on the court. So, you know, yeah. it is. Um, it, yeah, I, I I love the atmosphere. I love the experience of going to a game, but I can understand why you'd want to be home and, and watching it on the, <laughs> the 50 screens. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that that that's my. I also love like the fantasy sports aspect of it, obviously. So oh I'm, yeah, I'm 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 pretty in tune to that kind of stuff a lot more. So you know, the more yeah. games, the better. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I I, I would say you you've got a, a pretty good assessment because I'm I'm pretty much in agreement. Okay, so let's let's talk some some lines football. Let's let's get down into the into it because um to right. be honest, I don't think I've taught specifically lines football ever in my entire life. So this is new it's for probably, me. <laughs> it's probably a positive you can think. That's a that's a positive you can say because yeah. even Lions fans <laughs> don't really like talking about Lions football. Like I love the team, but it's a it's a love hate relationship for sure. Oh man, trust trust me when I say I understand. Please do. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. So we're going to talk about a little bit of Lions off season. Um, we can go into free agency. I'm curious uh, what your opinion of the of the Lions uh, free agency uh, this year was. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so uh, I thought we did. I thought we did decent enough. I think we're starting to really, obviously, with Matt Patricia there. He he loves his defense, and you can definitely see that over the years he's been with us, he's been completely restructuring the defense to basically. Uh, be a lot better than what we, we've previously had. Now, a couple of years ago, we actually looked quite decent defensively. I think it may, might have been two years ago, but since then, it's, it, it has gone backwards. And outside of then, it, it was backwards beforehand. So there was kind of just a one-off uh, when he just first started with us. But I think I think we did pretty well. I think Duron Harmon was was a pretty solid pickup. What do you what do you think about Duron Harmon? Um. Yeah. I mean. 
I, I'm not super um, excited about their offseason, and specifically, sorry, Harmon, you said? Let me look to yeah, Jerome right Harmon. Um, was, he a, was he a signing this offseason? I don't even have him. Oh, God. Why don't I have him? But yeah, him basically, he, um, he's oh, a, he's, he was a safety from the, from the Patriots. Yeah, and, and yeah. Well, you know, yeah. Glover <laughs> Quint, uh, you know, he's, he's, he's past his prime. Like, he's great, but he's, he's not exactly in his prime anymore. So I think that grabbing a safety, uh, a deep coverage safety, was, um, was, was really pivotal for us because we've, we've had mm-hmm. pretty shocking the last couple of years, uh, deep coverage-wise. And, and, like, we'll, we'll get into the draft in a minute, but I love what we've been doing in the off-season as with the uh, free agency with Desmond Truffaut that we brought yeah. in, uh, that will I be like real- a lot. Yeah, exactly, and and him going uh, alongside uh, Jeff Akuda will be will be big time there. So I really do yes. like I really do like that that backfield there. I think that's mm-hmm. uh, I think that, that that'll look really nice. And and like I said, Deron Harmon obviously he's coming from the Patriots, and yes. Patriots loves his Patriots. <laughs> does. Yes, he does. Yeah. So we're um, t- basically turning into the, the New England Patriots defense. Yeah, I was going to say New England North, right? Um, yep. Yeah, you guys uh, – yeah, I, I'm sorry. I didn't catch this. This was a trade, so I totally missed that. That's why I, um, I, I, I was under the impression. Yeah, okay. no, yeah I mean, he seems like he's uh, – he'll be okay. I, um, I'm – it feels like a new-look defense for, for Detroit. I mean, new-look in, in a way. I mean, they got Jamie Collins, right? You talked about Trufant. Um, Danny Shelton, another New England player. You know, those guys are um, – it looks more like a new look defense, which is probably good because it's been pretty shit the past two years or, or every year. Past I think Patricia's yep. really been there, right? Um, I can't honestly remember the last time Detroit had a good defense in my like since like two thousand. Like I don't do they have they have any good defense? I don't even know. Um, well, the thing then, is, I'm 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 twenty six years old, so oh, okay. I was born in ninety four. Cool. So I'm not exactly you know the I, I've been through yeah. the the Owen sixteen <laughs> season, uh, but yes. in the same sense, it's like I haven't seen really a good defense the entire time I've and I'm a relatively new NFL fan compared mm-hmm. to obviously majority out there who have grown up with NFL because I'm from Australia you know it's not a main sport over here but when you get older say 16 15 16 that's when you start to really heavily get into it because it is, you start to understand other countries sports and other countries a lot more so uh, yeah when I got to about 15 I started supporting the Detroit Lions and and I really got into it and that's why uh, from from before that I don't really know too much like I know a decent amount enough about it but not personal mm. experience was yeah I, I get that for sure that that's kind of how i became like a jackson too i'd start to take it more seriously when i got to high school and i was like all right i'm gonna pick a team and and here we go yeah but i mean yeah. so, so overall for for the team i mean it sucks losing graham glasgow but i mean you're replacing with i don't even know how to say hallelute vitae I, i'm just gonna call him Vitae. yeah, I, yeah Eagles. I think he's i think yeah i think he's Samoan. it's not an easy name to pronounce yeah, uh, yeah, I think he's Samoan. That that yeah, that's correct. Yeah, um, he his contract um like on the surface of it doesn't look that great, but I'm pretty sure yeah, it's only twenty k gar- or I'm sorry, twenty mil guaranteed. So it's not like the end of the world if you guys get to get out of the contract. But he just seemed like a pretty underratedly or underknown guy. I mean, he played for the Eagles when you know guys like Peters got hurt last year. But um, I'm. I don't know. It's 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 interesting. I I feel like I wouldn't have given him five years, forty five mil, uh, even though there is a potential out sure and all that stuff. But I. I, I found that to be an interesting move. I like Jimmy Collins. I liked him when he was uh, traded to the Browns. I was surprised yep. when Bill Belichick exiled him. Um, but, you know, he is getting up there in age, but he, he's a tackling machine. He's a good player. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I like the, the additions they brought in. It looks to be all defensive. And, I mean, to, well, be, I, to be fair, yeah. 
I think we I think we should be Collins. You know, he's a he's a bit more of an older, experienced linebacker to to help boots the D, which is something that we do need. And 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 like you said, age wise, you know, he he it's not exactly a young puppy anymore, but you know, he's really looking to to build that that defensive powerhouse that the Patriots have had over the years. And and right. I guess he's going to be a really good mentor for Jelani to buy. You know, mm-hmm. who I really like. So yeah. I think yeah, I think mm-hmm. that'll be really good. Yeah, I get that. Um, yeah, I totally get that. Um, yeah, and I mean, I I think probably defense is the way to go it looks like everyone who i see is signed on here is defensive which is great i mean that that's good i like uh yeah okay yeah that makes sense um okay was there anything else uh, about the free agency well I mean, just just like on what you just said yeah. just on what you just said in regards to being a defensive minded focus in this offseason it's because if you think about our offense it's it's actually not that bad know, like yeah people, it really isn't yeah i yeah, would totally agree look at it. People look at it from the outside who aren't Lions fans, and I'm surprised that you're looking at it and being like, you know what, it is actually pretty good. But when you're yeah. not actually a Lions fan, you're probably looking at the team and being like, oh, looking at their record, and that's a real primary focus for your thoughts mm-hmm. and, and beliefs about how this team is and, and what's good across the park. But when you're actually a Detroit Lions fan, you look at this and you're just like, well, look, Kenny Golladay's there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got Marvin Jones Jr. You've got Danny Amendola underneath. You've got Matty Stafford, who mm-hmm. I, I think has been... I think he's actually completely underrated. I think he's just had a pretty terrible setup over the years that hasn't benefited him whatsoever, and yet he's still putting up big numbers. And really, it is the defense that's truly letting us down. So that's a that's a huge problem there. And then we've got you know we'll get on get on to DeAndre Swift in a second in the in the draft behind <laughs> Carryon Johnson. Uh, Carryon Johnson obviously injured quite a lot, so I think it was a good pickup. We'll talk about that in a sec. Uh, and then you've got TJ Hawkinson as well in the tight end who we picked up last year in the draft, and he uh, broke I think 130 yards in his first first game with the the, the Lions last year in, in game one obviously he wasn't as fantastic going throughout the rest of the year but you know he was a rookie coming in so you couldn't expect too much and to get what we did out of the first game was was pretty incredible so I actually really like our offensive system but unfortunately you know our defense over the years has definitely let us down because we do know how to score some points. <laughs> yeah, I would agree. Um, we'll, we'll talk about a few of those uh, players in, in a bit for sure, but I, I would totally agree. The, the offensive line, I think, is an issue for a lot of uh, teams, so addressing that yeah. is important, and I think they've done that uh, a little bit at least. Um, and, and speaking about linebackers, if we go back for a second, I think, you know, looking over the league, there are not that many good linebackers in the league. A lot yeah. of teams need linebacker help, and I think it's pretty important to get a guy like Collins in. So I'd agree that's like a good signing. I, I like that a lot. Um, yeah, but yeah, we we can get into the offense in, in a bit. For well, sure. I like Jared Davis too. Have you seen J- much of Jared Davis? Is I I want to say is is it pronounced Gerard or am I dumb? Uh, no, well, I could be pronouncing be it wrong. I, yeah, I might be just yeah. <laughs> you're probably you're probably getting it right, but I just, I just call him Davis, so I'm just, yeah, yeah sure. Yeah, I mean, I think I like him enough. Um, it, it's again, I I think a lot of teams have had. Um, like pretty suspect linebacking uh, groups. I know the Jaguars have, and I know looking looking through a lot of teams in the offseason, just going through them, I feel like a lot of teams need linebacker help. I want to yeah. say, let me look up his PFF stuff because I I trust them as a as a quick source more than anything else. Um, <laughs> he seems to be fine, not great, not not totally inspiring. But I mean, what he was drafted two years ago, yeah. So mm, we'll see. Well, look, yeah, I I, I think with uh... I think actually, you know, funnily enough, talking about the the Jaguars, what's what's mm-hmm. really interesting is 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 what you just said. Like their defense is known to be whoa. It, it has over the years, <laughs> in most recent yeah. years, been known to be pretty fantastic. <laughs> but yet, you just said that you know you didn't like your linebackers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't. Uh, I mean, th- this year, depending, um, you know, we're switching to a three four, so we'll, we'll see how that goes in the future. But um, but yeah, I mean, uh, linebacking it looks like all of the league is is pretty important or, or pretty scarce at least. Uh, I think personally. But yeah, yeah I, I mean, 
Yeah. So is there anything else about uh, free agency? I think Philly covered most of the guys. Trufant, you know, um, I mean, they lost Robinson, which was pretty shitty, but I think he got signed to a pretty big deal, so probably not worth the, the cap to keep him. But Jamie Collins, you know, uh, Vitae, they've got some good guys in there. I'm pretty I'm pretty happy with what they did. Not overly I think, excited, I think what's odd about, and I think what was really odd was picking up Chase Daniel. That was a little bit odd to me. Uh, I think that, yeah, that was that was interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, 13 mil over three years, in my mm-hmm. opinion, is pretty excessive for a backup QB who mm-hmm. I doubt is ever really going to see <laughs> any time whatsoever. Right. So, you know, I guess, who was it that we had before? Or Jeff Driscoll. You know, yes, we could have probably yeah. had him for, for less <laughs> and just kind of kept him there, really. But uh, they, they chose to go with Chase Daniel, which is which is inter- interesting. So I, I would have suggested keeping Jeff Driscoll on, on less, but <laughs> I guess they, they decided they wanted to spend a little bit more money. Yeah, I mean, it, it's... I don't think it's outrageous, but um, yeah, I mean, it, it does it does seem like a type like four million a year in a quarterback, you know, is probably okay. But for a player who's who's a consistent backup, I mean, you can still have David Blau, who I thought wasn't completely terrible last year. So. Well, he's he'd be definitely the one behind Maddie, so he's right. definitely next so. behind. Uh, yeah. Oh well, actually, I'm looking at the the depth chart here, and they've got Chase mm-hmm. Daniel as second, so maybe they they've pushed him up. But I don't know. It's <laughs> yeah. uh, an interesting choice there. Yeah, well, we'll see when it gets closer for sure. But yeah, I mean, it's possible they want that veteran guy behind Stafford who is, you know, I think 31 or he's around that, 30, 31? Uh, 32. He's 32, yeah, okay. So he's, you know, he's just getting into his prime uh, Manning years right now, so... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's good for him. Yeah, um, exactly. yeah uh, okay. Um, I think we should talk about the draft now. Yeah, sound good. Oh, 100 percent, man. I love the Let's, I love the draft. The draft is one of my talk. my favorite parts. I to- as as a long suffering fan of the NFL, I can totally agree with that for sure. Yeah, because we've always got high picks. We've both always <laughs> exactly. got high picks. Exactly. Yeah. So, what do you think? T- talk to me about it. Um. So, first off, obviously, it was pretty pretty clear what was happening with the first two picks, <laughs> uh, with um. Oh man, I've just had an absolute mind blank of who's gone in the first two picks. Uh, <laughs> no, it's okay. I mean, Chase Young was Bengals, second, and uh, Chase Young was first. That's the one. Yeah. So they were just two obvious one. I actually think that mm-hmm. that Young was the best player in the draft. I think a lot of people realize that that he was the best player in the draft. But mm-hmm. Cincinnati obviously needed a quarterback. And if actually, funnily enough, how Andy Dalton's gone over to the Cowboys now. That's actually um, <laughs> quite funny, considering yeah. that Dak hasn't been paid yet. But yeah, Andy <laughs> Dalton has been paid. But, yep. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think I think those were the two pretty obvious options. I nearly thought for a second Washington was going to pass up, but and that would have been brilliant for us. But it just didn't happen, obviously. And then you know Jeff Okuda in third. Oh, oh my gosh! So that's a sexy pick right there. That's a, that's a <laughs> sexy, sexy pick right there. And like we just said, partnering Trifon in there in the backfield is nice and I'm finally glad for for one time in my life that we didn't mess up the draft (laughs) I get that um did you did you have any uh thoughts that maybe Patricia would take a guy like Isaiah Simmons did you think that was possible because I kind of floated that yeah look it was it was it was an option but we needed to lock up the cornerback and I was live streaming on my YouTube channel actually and and I was saying to 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 the subscribers I was like please like I know that Simmons is there I know Derek Brown is there who they were also interested and I was just like no we need a cornerback we need someone obviously you know we've recently lost Darius Slay and and although we do have uh, Trufant we need to lock up those deep threats we need to lock up the, the the corner region, and I was really praying that we were going to get Akuda, and, and thank God we did. But Simmons is obviously—I can't believe how far he dropped. Like I know he went to Arizona, who arguably didn't really need him. Like they arguably didn't really need as uh, as I Simmons, but 
you know, they felt that he fell to him. And, and I find that falling to them is, is wild considering mm-hmm. how, how quality he is. And a lot of, uh, were they above Carolina? No. Uh, Carolina, I think, picked. So I believe Carolina picked seventh and that they were eight and the Jaguars were nine. That, that's yeah. So when I was, when I was streaming, I was like, it's either with, with the Panthers and Lions, we were going to do a switch right there. So if we chose Derek mm-hmm. Brown, I think they were going to take Jeff Akuda. And if we took Jeff Akuda, they were going to take Derek Brown. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what happened. But mm-hmm. a, a lot of Panthers fans obviously hated the fact that they didn't pick up Isaiah <laughs> Simmons. Like, because obviously, uh-huh. wh- why is he still there? Obviously, the Chargers and, and Miami, they were obviously taking quarterbacks. And we'll get to the fact that I personally think that the Lions should have traded down. But I guess... Yes, mm-hmm. if you think about it like that, the Chargers were happy with either Herbert or, or Tungavaloa, and, and Miami knew this, so they were going to get my, uh, to Tungavaloa at, at fifth, no matter what, in my opinion. So there was no real option to trade down. The only person, uh, only team, sorry, that probably would have had an option to, to trade up would have been Miami to make sure they got Tua. But mm-hmm. like I said, I think they knew Miami, no, they, they knew that uh, the Chargers were happy with either to uh, or mm-hmm. Justin, so they just kind of went with their gut and, and they got their man. So that's why a lot of Lions fans are a bit annoyed with that, and because we, we would have obviously got Akuda pretty uh, lower, but it is what it is, and and uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I guess that would have yeah. been ideal. But yeah, I, I I totally get what you're saying. Um, I think if I was a uh, the Lions, I'd probably look to trade down. But yeah, if there's no insu- if there's no suitors there for sure, I'm actually like uh, a pretty big uh, like. And not anti fan, but I, I didn't not like Isaiah Simmons uh, going that early. I, I didn't think, looking at his film, he he logs a lot of um a lot of snaps in different positions, and I, I just felt like he didn't really belong at any one specifically. So mm. I I I was just not a fan of him. I think Derek Brown's probably one of the most complete prospects coming out of the gate um defensively. Yeah. So I I I think I would have been pretty excited to get him, but not at three. Akuda seemed like the right pick. I'm not gonna knock them for that. Although I do think it was a pretty deep cornerback class, and I didn't think Akuda stuck out that much more than all the other guys. I feel, I think he was the best cornerback um, in the draft, and I think cornerback is the um, most important position on the defense. So I get taking him there, and I probably would have done the same thing if I had to pick there, but I just don't think he's, like, uh, uh, like a head above the rest of the cornerbacks. Like, I like Fulton a lot. I like Henderson a lot. I think Fulton was the second-best cornerback in the draft, which is insane that he went in the second round for me. But um, anyway, um, yeah, I think Akuda was probably a fine pick, but I think if they were to trade down, I think it would have been a lot better for them. But, you know, they had extra picks from the Darius Slay trade. So, and I think they made some good moves otherwise. So, you know, we don't well, have to talk. Well, I think with uh, – you just, you just mentioned uh, Henderson, who obviously mm-hmm. went to your, your Jags. And, mm-hmm. and, and that, was, that was really good. Uh, and I know that they needed a corner after losing Ramsey. <laughs> and is it Boye? Bo- Boye. 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 Yeah, yeah, I, I think Boye. God, I could be totally wrong, though, to be honest. But I, I, I believe that's what they call him, Boye. Yeah. Yeah, well, do you like? Do you like? Do you like that? Because obviously, you do need a replacement there. But in the same sense, in my opinion, the Jags' offense is just so like it's just so bland right now. It, it just doesn't it doesn't jump out. It never it hasn't for a long long time. If kind of ever really has the Jags' offense been absolutely banging. So my <laughs> my <true>. thought was <laughs> is that this draft was absolutely stacked offensively, and we saw that with all the wide receivers going in. Although I don't believe the wide receivers really was the I don't know what to do with the Jags offense. It's just like, mm-hmm. I, who is, who's the, the main wide receiver that I've got in my fantasy team? Uh, um, DJ Shark. DJ, no, no, not that one. The other one. Um, uh, uh, he's the second guy. That's the one, Didi Westbrook, because he's really pacey. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just, those wide receivers don't really jump off the page at you. And, and for example, I didn't even, I couldn't even think of their names just off, off the top of my <laughs> head just then. But, like DJ Shark, I, I did, but not uh, Didi mm-hmm. Westbrook. And, yeah. and I actually thought a lot more of him 
coming up. But yeah, mm. I, I just I, was it was it the right choice going Henderson, or do you think they should have gone for a, a more offensive-minded uh, pick? Um, so I think we're replacing like Rams. I, I liked what the Jaguars did this offseason in getting rid of all of their, you know, shaking off all that old, very, very talented players. I think Bouye is still talented, obviously. Um, I'm sorry. Well, Calais Campbell is very talented, but he was just paid too much. I like the Jaguars direction they're going. Um, if I was nine, you know, I think, I think how I felt about the Jaguars picks were I liked them, but I didn't love them. Like I thought they had a fine draft. They got some talented players, but I would have gone different directions if I was them. Uh, they needed a cornerback. Henderson was in my top three. So I like that. Um, he definitely has some holes in his game. He basically can't tackle. He's like a uh, Antonio Cromartie, <laughs> um, which you know I'll, I'll take Antonio Cromartie though. He's pretty. I think he's close to Hall of Fame, if not the Hall of Very Good. So I'll, I'll take that player. But um, I think we could have gotten. I, I forget who was there. There were offensive linemen. I think I would have liked there, possibly. I think what, Tampa like... Bay got Becton, right? So Becton would have been interesting. Yeah. Um, offensively, though, I think we're pretty young and we're pretty okay. Um. I liked Rock Armstead, the guy, the running back they drafted last year, um, as replacing Fournette. Um, I think they'll need to go like you know one two running back like most most systems do in the NFL now. I don't think we'll have a lead back yeah. after Fournette. So we're not paying him. But the offensive line is okay in certain spots. Uh, I'm not super whatever about it. But you know it's this this whole year hinges on Gardner Minshew. So we'll we'll see how he yeah. looks this year. If he's able to be you know six and six like he was last year and able to go eight and eight, this will be a huge victory for this team. So I, I'm do you think he is the long term future? Yeah, I do. Um, from what I saw last year, his his pocket presence is something you can't teach, and he looks really yeah. comfortable there. He makes a lot of good moves. He he doesn't have a strongest arm in the world, but he's a really smart quarterback. He, I I loved pretty much everything he did. And you can just tell the difference in between the teams. Like when Nick Foles, you know, Nick Foles went 0 and four with us, and then as soon as Gardner Mitchell came back and we started winning games, I feel like you can tell from that that we have a quarterback that we can hopefully build for the future. But you know, this year's a test year. You know, I'm not expecting anything from him this year, but if Gardner Mitch is able to show some good promise and able to win some games, you know, on his own or, or look good otherwise, like he did last year, I'm, I'm excited for the future. So, Well, that's the thing. I, I think with the, with the Jags, it is an exciting future prospect. I, I definitely don't think that uh, they're, they're, well, I don't know, I can't speak on behalf of you, but I definitely don't think <laughs> that the fans uh, are expecting like a, a absolute superior playoffs run this year. Yeah, no. uh, Probably not even next year, like the year after. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's when it would mm-hmm. be building yes. towards. And I guess that's a similar thing with the Lions right now as well. That's how we're kind of thinking. Like, I mm-hmm. actually genuinely wouldn't be surprised if we did shock and and were pushing around that area. However, mm-hmm. our division is quite difficult. Obviously, with the Chicago Bears, we got yeah, Minnesota Vikings division. and the Green Bay oh, yeah. Packers. So yeah. it's it's difficult, but I think we can. I think we can win enough games. I think you guys are in a very similar position. I think you guys are probably one year behind us mm-hmm. in regards of becoming a, a, a more consistent team. I think next year could be the year that we, we actually do kind of blow on the scene. Not win a Super Bowl, but mm-hmm. blow on the scene. <laughs> but I think with the Jags, they're the, they're the year after where they can, they can blow on right. the scene again like they did uh, two years ago. Yeah, um, yeah, I think you're probably right. We, we, have, we have at least next year, probably the year after that. Yeah, I, I would probably agree with that. I think the Bears might be shooting themselves in the foot. Um, so with, uh, with a lot of their contracts and they're, they're losing some, some pretty talented players, I think, eventually. So, and the same thing with the Packers um, getting older and having to pay guys like Jared Alexander. Um, it, it'll, it'll end up being, I, I think, a, a nice opportunity for the Lions to slip in in a few years. But we'll, we'll see how things go. A lot can change. Uh, for yeah. sure. But, uh, you know, like I said, I, I like the pick of Okuda. Um, the next one they have is DeAndre Smith. I'm, I'm curious how you feel about that. Uh, well, DeAndre Swift, you know, I, I do like him. I think he, I think he's a really good running back. And I think if, if people look back over the years, the Lions have always been a running back by committee approach, always has been more than likely always will be. Uh, It's just, it's just been that way for a very long time. And, and 
I would. I'm a big fantasy player. I love my fantasy football, <laughs> and I would never ever pick up a Lions running back. And I'm a Lions fan, so that's saying something. <laughs> Usually, you want to pick up at least one player from your team. If I'm picking someone from my team, I'm telling you right now, it's not going to be Carry On Johnson, and it's not going to be DeAndre Swift, uh, because <laughs> it's just. Yeah, it's just not the the situation I'd be looking for. There's Bo Scarver and Ty Johnson there who are just really mm-hmm. underwhelming, and so I like I like Swift coming in to to replace their, I guess, underwhelmingness. Uh, but <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I, I think that DeAndre Swift was a, a surprising pickup. I think we could have. Yeah, I was actually expecting to go safety or just something in the defense, but mm-hmm. you know. Uh, yeah, I was I was expecting like a safety, like maybe even McKinney, who is still there at the time. Mm-hmm. But or it Anton Winfield Jr. Yeah, love exactly. Winfield Jr. Oh man, I love him. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think. Was odd. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was odd. Yeah, it was it was odd. Mm-hmm. But I think that uh, it, it was a good pick. Yeah, I think he was probably the best pure running back in the draft. Um, I think uh, Edward Solaire, I think, was the right choice to go first. I think he was the only running back that deserved to be a first-round pick. But I, I don't, I don't hate DeAndre Swift here. Um, I think we'll talk a little bit more about the running back situation in a little bit. But yeah, I, um, I, I don't hate the pick at all. I'm not going to knock it for getting for getting it in the second round. This is the first-round pick. I would have knocked it for sure. But in the second round, like, yeah, he's he's fine. He's talented enough. Well, considering if we if we picked him up at third pick, I would have I would have blown up. I would have blown up. Oh <laughs> man. When the Jaguars took Leonard Fournette, thank God I wasn't in the country because I would have freaked out. I was actually in Mexico, so I didn't know. Uh, so do you do you not like it. Leonard Fournette? Um, I I he seems like a nice person or a fine guy. I'm not going <laughs> for that. Um, that tells me I, everything right there. <laughs> well, yeah, but I just I don't think you should pay running backs. Like, just don't pay them. Just draft draft a new guy. I, I just don't think you should ever pay running backs. The the one exception I might make is someone like Christian McCaffrey or Le'Veon Bell. Those guys might be worth it. But or Derrick um, Henry. I don't think Derrick Henry's worth it. Um, really? Um, well, he, he, this uh, this I swear this isn't my Jaguars um my Jaguars side coming coming out in in uh, in disrespect to Henry because he runs us over all the time and I hate him for that. But. He needs a really good offensive line for him um, for him to get going. Because if you touch him anywhere from two yards in, in front of the line of scrimmage or anywhere in the backfield, he's done. He can't move. He needs to get up to speed. And once he's up to speed, he's a wrecking horse. But um, if you catch him in the backfield or you catch him a little bit in front of the line, he's done. He's dead. And the loss of Jack Conklin, I think, is really going to hurt the Titans this year. Um, so I'm, I'm curious to see how Henry does. I think they made a really good they did a really good job by franchising him because I don't think you want to pay that guy long term. Yeah, well, that's well, that's an interesting take. Obviously, you see a lot more of Derrick Henry than most others do because you're obviously in the same yeah. division, so yeah. uh, you you see him quite frequently. But uh, mm. like outsiders, excuse me, looking in, it's like Derrick Henry is is probably the <laughs> the the peak of of running backs right now because he literally <laughs> leads the Titans to all their wins. Like if you mm. they uh, who's who's their quarterback right now? It's Tannehill. not Mark Mariota, Tannehill, yeah, Tannehill. Uh, which is just absolutely the most underwhelming ever. And I know we had a decent enough season last year, but please, mm-hmm. like, don't don't sprout to me as if he's like a top tier <laughs> quarterback because it was mm-hmm. it was literally Derek uh, Henry who, who got him through last year. So I mm-hmm. I, I disagree on him not being uh, absolutely top tier, and sure. I think that he's absolutely a, a powerhouse, but I don't know if they should be paid as much as they are. I agree with you to an extent, so I agree mm-hmm. they should be paid less, but not as much as they're trying to get out <laughs> right now. Yeah, I, I understand where you're coming from. I just, I just think um, 
you know, we, we've seen a lot of years of Derrick Henry where he's never been this good, and I, I think this might be peak Henry. But he did lead them to the playoff run for sure. It was it was basically him. Tannehill made some fine throws in the playoffs. I think he's a good enough game manager or, or good enough quarterback, to be honest, to, to take them places. Um, game manager, I'd agree, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think that's – that, that gets a bad rap, though, I think, sometimes. I think he's a fine – I think he's a fine quarterback. He's not great, but you could do so much worse. God, I, you could do so much worse. It's it's not even close to hell. You could, do, you could be Marcus Mariota, I mean. <laughs> that's how, that's yeah. how much worse you can do. So, well, where's he um, now? He went. He went somewhere. He I went Oakland. to uh, I, I Oakland. Oakland. Yeah, I'm not hundred yeah. percent sure, but it was like a one-year deal. He he's a change of scenery too. He's only been good. He was only good his rookie year. Um, yeah, and he he was pretty good his rookie year though. But he was yeah. going up against. Uh, he was going against Jar- Jamis Winston at the time too. Yeah, so. yeah, they were, yeah. They were one and two. I know Winston was one. Was Mariota second? I don't remember. Um, I think so. Yeah, that sounds right. Right? Yeah. Okay. Um, I think yeah, so. I, I hope think it so. was. I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah, I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure that's true. Um, but yeah, I mean, DeAndre Swift is a good pick. I, I would agree. I think their first two picks are fine. Um, I, I really like their third round picks, both of them, to be honest. Um, I'm, I'm a pretty big fan of uh, Oguara. I think it's Oguara, right? That, that sounds Oguara, right yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, a lot of the edge players this year, um, I think, kind of went later than most than I thought. Like, I think the NFL had the impression that this uh, edge class wasn't very good, but I think it was pretty on par, and I think uh, guys like Okwara and there were a few more that were taken in the third and fourth round, I thought were really good players and deserved to go higher, especially at such a, a, a position where people really want to, like, uh, I know the NFL thinks uh, defensive ends and sacks are pretty sexy, so um, I thought they'd go <laughs> a lot higher, you know? <laughs> well, what did you, th- what did you think about the wide receivers? Obviously, everyone was picking oh, them up, and they man. were, they were the, the Jerry Judy and Steady Lamb. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I can go through real quick. Um, Jerry Judy was by far my, my, my favorite player. Um, and he, I think he's going to be great. Uh, I'm really happy he went out to Denver with, a, I think, a quarterback, or at least a situation that'll be good for him. Um, yeah. Just a young quarterback, a young, a young team, I think, or a young offense, at least. They have a really good defense, too. So, um, I think that was good for him. Let me pull up my rankings. But I, I liked a lot of them. I loved Pittman. Um, I think CeeDee Lamb landed in a pretty good spot for him. I didn't like him that much as a prospect, to be honest, mm. but I think he fills the um, Randall Cobb role really, really well for that team. So I like him there. I like Pittman a lot. I think Justin Jefferson's a really good uh, really good wide receiver. The Jaguars picked LaVishka Chenault in the second round, and while I didn't love it, um, I thought it was fine for a second-round pick. I just think his skills aren't necessarily going to translate to the NFL that well. But every team can also use, like, a, you know, like a, uh, what is it called? Like a, I was gonna say a knife wrench, but that's from Scrubs. Well, I, I, I really <laughs> liked, I really liked T Higgins. I think he's, yeah, oh, I like uh, T Higgins too. He's another guy yeah. I really like too. Yep, absolutely. Um, and and the thing I will say on C D Lamb is that like I I think he will be a really quality for for the Cowboys, but obviously mm-hmm. he does have some pretty a lot of mouth. Well, Dak has a lot of mouth to feed in in <laughs> yes, Dallas, so that's it's difficult to see him getting too much of the ball. And I think that's what frustrated a lot of fantasy owners and a lot of fantasy players is because you know thinking that he could have gone to uh you know yeah let's let's talk yeah anyone anyone really (laughs) anyone like san francisco were being touted to grab him at one stage Mm -hmm. but they obviously went with kinlaw which which uh, which is great like they definitely needed to go for kinlaw but i agree in the same sense it's like I really wish instead of Henry Ruggs going to Las Vegas that it was Sadie Lamb that went to Las Vegas. But then again, I also yeah. do love Henry Ruggs being there. Oh, really? Uh, why, why do you like Ruggs? I'm, I'm not really a huge fan, to be honest. I, I don't think he's all speed, uh, obviously, because he's not. But I'm just I'm not really a huge fan. I think there were better guys out there. I think he was like my sixth or seventh ranked guy. Oh, I um, definitely he- think that I would have put him behind 
obviously Judy. I would have put him behind Ceedee Lamb. I would have personally put him behind uh, Higgins as well. Uh, I because I, I love Higgins. Higgins is actually my favorite wide receiver in this in this class. Okay, uh, Jaylen, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jalen Rieger is is you know fantastic as well. So and Justin Jefferson. I I, I probably would have mm-hmm. had him yeah fifth fifth sixth. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, yeah. I had uh, I'm looking at it now. I had Ruggs as my seventh guy. So yeah, that's about right. I think that that mm. sounds good. He wasn't even the best wide receiver on his team though. I don't know how he could be the first wide receiver off the board. So I know it's crazy. <laughs> it's absolutely <laughs> crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah, so my, my rankings was Judy, Higgins, Jefferson, Mims, Lamb, Pittman, Ruggs, Ayuk, Chenault, Rieger, and then KJ Hamler. So, like, mm. I, I think we're similar page. I don't like Rieger, I think, as much as you do then. Um, well, I, I, I put him at about fifth. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so I'm... Yeah, I'm, so I'm I was just kind of going him. through based on the actual right. draft order and just saying their names. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, yeah I, I'd sure. put Rieger <laughs> about, about fifth. I, I have Higgins first and Judy second, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, um, I think I disagree with that, but Higgins is again a top flight wide receiver, so I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go into you too hard for that. Definitely not. Well, like, I just think that when he's he's going to a really good air, like place, I think he's going to a really good sure. place. And I think Judy is going to a really good place for uh, in Denver as well. And I, even though I think the offense in Denver is a little tiny bit overrated, I think that they are still very young. I think that they're, mm-hmm. they're going to have to work with each other this year first before they, you know, they 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 jump out. But I think that Jerry Judy is someone that you definitely will pick up. All fantasy listeners out there, pick up Judy very quickly because he's going to be going off the board quickly. But with T. Yeah. Higgins going to uh, to Cincinnati with with Burrow and and with that with that lineup out there with uh, mm-hmm. uh, AJ AJ Green, you know, mm-hmm. I think that's uh, going to be a really good position for him, and he'll learn under AJ Green, who I actually I believe I saw a tweet a tweet from T. Higgins saying that he one day he'll he'll play alongside AJ. <laughs> Green and you know now That's he is so I, yeah I think it uh, I think it's it's gonna be a pretty good thing for him so I'm looking forward to seeing T and obviously I can understand why Judy is number one he'd be number one for everyone but I just think that T Higgins was so underrated in this draft and I think he should have gone mm-hmm. a lot higher than second round oh yeah I totally agree um, him and Pittman I think were steals in the second round even though you know they were they were pretty high second round but but still yeah. I mean second round is still is still pretty crazy yeah, for it's me. just like Pittman going to the Colts is just like <laughs> it's just like. It's the Colts, you know what I mean? <laughs> well, I mean, he's got Philip Rivers this year, so we'll we'll see. Oh that yeah, goes. yeah, that's that's true. Yeah, 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 but that's still like Rivers is a young chicken, and mm-hmm. and he's also moving from a completely different setup to mm-hmm. the Colts. So it'd be interesting. He, mm-hmm. He's got a better offensive lineman this year, and I think he really needs that. But we'll see. I'm, I'm not rooting for the Colts, so <laughs> <That's absolutely laughs> they aren't very good. But um, I have my I have my big doubts <laughs> for sure. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I think Mims is also still. I'm pretty sure he went to the Jets in, in like the late second round. That that was a pretty big yeah. for me. Um, Ayuk, I think went too high. Uh, I think Rugs went too high. It's just, it was just a really deep class though. So we'll, we'll see how it goes. I'm looking in fantasy to draft any combination of you know my top six really like Judy Higgins, Jefferson, Mims, Lamb, Pittman. However low they go, like whatever the lowest guy is, I'll probably end up just taking him. Um, well, what happened with what happened with uh, the Jags going for Chenault Jr.? Like that was interesting. Yeah, yeah I think it was interesting. Um. I the Jaguars have a lot of I think wide receivers who do a lot of different things. Um, yeah. CD is more like a an, I'm sorry not CD uh, DD is more like a a slot you know possession type receiver which I like I think he's pretty good he hasn't really lived up to the potential though that I um, thought he might have coming out of college but we'll see he's still young still in his rookie deal um, hmm. yeah I I think Chark can be a number one I don't really think he's 
it's tough. Um, he was pretty quiet his rookie year, and he was also a little bit hurt, I believe. He didn't really play that much. Um, he really showed his stuff last year. I was really happy with that. But um, he's, he's like a deep threat. He's got really good hands. I like him working with Minshew. He could be a number one. Like, I'd be okay with that. Um, but he's more of like, I think, more of a deep threat than anyone. We got Chris Conley, who's kind of like a hands guy who can make pretty yeah. good catches. He, he has some drops, but he, he makes – he's like a big um, like, like arm radius or whatever. So you bring in a guy like Chenault who does things that none of the other guys do. He's like a – uh, he's like a yards after catch guy. Um, he's pretty speedy. I would say likes, uh, I'm sorry, uh, DJ, uh, but he, he does a lot of other things, uh, especially in like the short game. So it's interesting to get him. Like, I think it's okay. Uh, but there were other wide receivers on the board that I would have had rather have. So <laughs> I wasn't. Yeah. And I just, and I just don't think that like, like I said before, I don't really think wide receiver was your most important position. Like I, mm. I, like I said, your offense isn't exactly the most banging right now, but I just don't mm. think that wide receiver, I think you do have enough. I think, you know, DJ Chark mm-hmm. and, and, and DD and, and Chris Conley are, you know, they're sufficient for now until mm-hmm. something really good comes along. And right. yeah, I think that, I think that it could have been something that you, you guys could have looked in there, but you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to absolutely <laughs> denounce it. I'm not going to denounce it. I right. just can't see Chanel getting a, a chance to in the near future whatsoever. Yeah, he'll, I think he'll be used as a gadget player, uh, especially for his rookie year, I think for sure. But it, it'll be interesting to see. I, I, as a first-round pick, I would have hated any team that took him. But in the middle to, you know, he's 42nd overall, so like the early-ish middle rounds, I think it was a fine pick. I'm not super yeah. excited still, but I think it was fine. Like, I can't say I'm super excited. Um, the, the other pick that I wanted to talk about um, was their second, third-out pick, Jonah Jackson. I think that was a huge pickup. A, a great player that should not have gone that late. Uh, I'm very excited for him, uh, his future, especially on a, on a team that I think could be up and coming, like uh, Detroit in the next few years. So I like him a lot. Well, yeah, man. I think he he did drop quite quite far. So it'll be it'll be really good to to see him get an opportunity. And and yeah, I was expecting him to go a lot higher than he did. But mm-hmm. you know, happy days. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I totally agree. Was there anyone else uh, def- or, uh, in the draft you thought was, was interesting that I took or anyone else you wanted to comment on? I like Cephas a lot, the guy at Wisconsin, the wide receiver. I think he was kind of underrated. Um, I, I, I like him a decent amount from the few film that I got to watch from him. But, um, yeah. I tell, I tell you what, the one that I think that is crazy who went, I think he was like in the 70s. I think he was like 75, 70, between 70 and 75, I think it was Josh Jones and went yeah, to Arizona. Like, that's, I think that's he went insane. to the pick before. I feel like he was 74. Um, that, yeah, that I don't, I don't yeah. know, but that's insane yeah. that he dropped all the way. I actually, actually, I'm going to go look at my pages right now. I'm going to tell you where I had uh, Josh Jones to go. I'm pretty sure yeah. I had him in the first round. Uh, uh, yeah, I had him going to. I think I feel like I had him to going to. Uh, I want to see the Buccaneers in the first round in one of my mocks, but I'm pretty sure. Oh no, 74 was. Um, where did he go? It was definitely oh, second round, right? Oh, he was 72nd overall. Yeah, that yeah 72nd overall, yeah. Yeah. So um, right okay, so I had... Uh, I where, where, Josh, where, where was he? Where is he? I'm just looking at my pages now yeah, to see... Oh, yeah, we forgot to talk about Trayvon Diggs as well that uh, that went in, in as corner as well. Oh, sure. uh, Josh Jones, where is he? I've got a lot of moxies, so this isn't an even actual one. <laughs> no, I get mock, it. I, but I, I, I do so have him... I did, yeah. I did so many mocks. I think I posted to Twitter like I, I like over a hundred mocks that I did for each day. Like I, I did a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and, um, and a lot like PFF is a really cool tool where you can like do mock drafts as like the GM and stuff and do like trades that seem pretty equal. So I did a lot of those, and they're like really nice like pictures you can post and stuff too. So I, I did a lot of that. Which I was That's right. Cool. I had him. I ha- I had him going to the. Uh, I had him going to the Browns at number ten. 
yeah, it would have been a fine pickup. I mean, the Browns, uh, they got a. I they drafted. God, it's been a while since I looked at the draft, but I feel like they got Wills at that at that point at ten, right? Yeah, yeah. I think I think they. Uh, yeah, ooh, they did. Did they? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah Girls, Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, I'm, I, I think that's pretty good for them. Yeah, if the yeah. Jaguars took Wills, I would be pretty happy there, too. Although, their offensive line is uh, suspect. Anyway, th- that's enough about the Jaguars. <laughs> I, keep, <laughs> I, feel, I feel like I'm plugging them in everywhere. Um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I had Jones pretty high, too. Who was the other guy you said? Was Did you say Terrell? AJ Terrell? Uh, no, I was talking about Trayvon Diggs. Oh, Trayvon Diggs. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Because you thought we were he talking went... about cornerbacks before, and right. I thought, uh, where did he end up going again? He went to, uh, he, was, he was late first round, wasn't he? Uh, he went to the Cowboys in the second Cow- round. Second round, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, that's who, another person I thought was, was someone as a, as a potential for the Lions if we didn't go with, uh, uh-huh. if, if we didn't go with, uh, if we went with Derek Brown with our third pick, I think that mm-hmm. we probably would have looked towards going for uh, Trevon Diggs in the second when we had mm-hmm. our next pick. So I, I, I think that he was probably our next next option. But mm-hmm. yeah, obviously, we, <laughs> I'm happy. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'd be pretty happy with those. With at least the first four picks I really liked. I mean, the rest of them seem fine. Uh, I don't think fifth-round picks and higher get that much um, NFL action. you got to get real lucky to get one of those guys, but um, yeah. get one of those guys to function. Uh, <laughs> Tom yeah, Brady. I mean, yeah. Yeah, Tom Brady is there. There's, there's a few you can name. It's, sure. it's, it's a really individual story, that one, though. Like, Yeah, I, I think there's probably about one or two guys who make Pro Bowls in the fifth to the seventh round like uh, from every draft. So not, not very likely to hit, I don't think. This is a little bit, little bit off topic in, in a way, yeah, but it's about, it's, it's about next year's draft. Do you think, yeah. that, do you think Patriots could be looking at, at tanking to get Trevor Lawrence? Um, I don't think the Patriots tank. I don't think Bill, Be- uh, you know, I'm sorry. Let me revise that. I don't think Bill Belichick tanks. Um, I think he likes yep. what Stenham has. Um, and his preseason action looked okay. I reviewed all of his film I could from the NFL and he looked okay. Um, I think they're going to focus on being a defensive team and, and hoping that will guide them. But, um, I don't know the Patriots, I feel like might be a little bit too confident in themselves or too confident in Belichick or too confident in something because their offense looks like hot shit. So I, I, I'm not yeah. I'm not super excited for what they're going to put forward next year. And I think a, a, a way more competitive division than it was last year. Um, if your offense can't cut it, it's pretty hard to win in the NFL. Um, you got to get real lucky. But they have a good defense. So I'm not going to knock that. Um, I just think they're rolling with them. I think they could really use Cam Newton. Um, but yeah, that'd know, be that'd be absolutely huge. Yeah. That'd be absolutely huge. And I heard there was also and I don't think they're going to pay him. I don't think that mm. Houston would let him go. But there was word as well about Deshaun Watson. Yeah, I mean that would be the ultimate. Um, what's his name? I doubt uh, it. I just I doubt the, it. But that'd be ultimate Bill O'Brien move for sure if he were to do mm. that. Oh yeah, um, get rid of yeah. uh, get rid of uh, the Hopkins and, and yes. <laughs> get rid of Hopkins yeah. and Watson he, in the gonna, same window. Yeah, he's gonna build a rebuild while he's no longer the coach or GM. That's what's gonna happen. So <laughs> it, it it just really reminds me of the Chip Kelly situation all over again. Um, that's mm. really how I feel about this. But you know, I, I don't want my AFC South hatred for those other teams to get in the way. But this is how I really feel. So <laughs> that's really how I feel about that. Um, <laughs> But yeah, um, yeah. Was there anyone else in the draft uh, for Detroit that you want to talk about, or, or thought was an interesting pick? Uh, I think that's 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 pretty good, man. I think we uh, we we covered the the draft pretty well there. Yeah, I I agree, totally fair. Yeah, I mean it, it, it's tough to pick guys later. Um, let's see, what did I have next? Um, okay, so let, let's talk more about the Lions and and next year. Um, I'm I'm curious, and we did just talk about the draft, but you saw the Packers take uh, a guy like Jordan Love with, with their yeah. first round pick. Do you think that there's any, um, you know, thought to Detroit doing that in the upcoming years, taking a quarterback and grooming him under Stafford, uh, and eventually with the idea of letting Stafford go when his contract's up? 
Well, I love I love that you said grooming because I think that's the main thing here. Because obviously, Matt yeah. Stafford is the is the main man, and he mm-hmm. is going to be the main man for years. He is only thirty two, which is mm-hmm. getting to the point where it's like you need to be. This is when you need to prove yourself. And even though you have proven yourself enough to date that you have what it takes, this is when you need to be actually putting that to work and 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 not letting those individual results get to you. Because if you look at the Lions over the years. We do well to start the season. We go bang to start the season, and then one result will happen. And I was looking forward to talking about this because one result <laughs> will happen, and that's when the entire season falls apart. And I'm talking like literally the entire season will fall apart based off one result. Now I'm going into our mm-hmm. schedule from last year, and it was just it was it was ludicrous. Hold on. So our our schedule last year we started off really well. So we, we drew 27-27 with the with the Cardinals, right. which is fine. Right. And then we beat the Chargers 13-10. We beat the Philadelphia Eagles. We only just lost to Kansas City. Uh, and then the, the one that did us right, so we were looking, we were, we were really focused, we were really getting behind the team and thought, you know what, we're actually going to start doing well this year. And then we play the Green Bay Packers. And in that game, it was either, and I know you know what game I'm talking about here. In that game, it was either, it was either rigged or they got the Make-A-Wish <laughs> Foundation to be the referees. because and, and that's what... And then when we lost that game, which was just so unbelievably undeserved, the next week we go go and get beaten by the Vikings and we just absolutely fall apart for the rest of the season. And mm. that's just such a typical Lions thing. And I think reverting and comparing it back to Stafford, I think that it, it really needs to be something that... It really is something that he focuses on getting that mentality out of the Lions because it happens every year. We all know it's Detroit versus everybody. We all know that Detroit aren't exactly the most favoured team when it comes to the NFL. And I'm not saying that there's a bias towards us, but there is a bias towards us, but I'm not saying that, but there is. <laughs> uh, but the point of the matter is is that I just think that Stafford needs to get out of that mind frame and, and really pick this team out of the dumps. And I think that if he had someone like, for example, Jordan Love at the Packers underneath him, that would not only make him... Uh, eager to go out there and perform every week to make sure that he knows his job is absolutely stable. Mm-hmm. But also, I think it, it's good that he can teach the next guy not to do and not to think like the Lions have thought over these years because that has been the main thing that has fallen apart for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I thought Stafford was having a really good year. I mean, he was having a good year statistically, but I remember um, I, I thought he had a pretty good year coming in. Uh, at least the year before, and, and, you know, before he got hurt last year. So I, I'm pretty all in on Stafford. I mean, I think you have to be with the contract that he signed and oh, yeah. the fact that he's been there for so long. Like, he, I he's think he deserves it, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, he, he probably does. I just, I just know the, the feeling of having bad quarterbacks for so long. You, you gotta, yep. When you get a guy who's good enough, you got to hold on to him. I, I totally agree with that. And you can't make mistakes with, with that guy either. So, um, <laughs> And I don't think they have with Stafford. Um, I, I like him a lot. And like we were talking about before, guys like Galladay and, and Marvin Jones um, and Hawkinson hopefully will develop into, into a really good tight end, which I think is possible. I still think that um, Fant is a better tight end, but that's a discussion for another time. Um, <laughs> so, um, well, I disagree. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, that, that's fair. Um, it, it's... it's um, I mean, obviously, I think too early in their careers to, to tell, but I, yeah. I don't think you have another Ebron situation going on, so that's good for them. Oh, man. Oh, don't, don't start me on, on, on Eric. Don't start yeah, me on that, man. Yeah, probably shouldn't anything. Yeah, probably shouldn't have said anything. <laughs> but yeah, just to, to, to go over what I said, man, like, mm-hmm. I, I think that it would definitely be a really good idea to, to pick up a, a, a young quarterback, someone that we don't plan to play for the next four to five years because I guarantee Stafford will play until at least like 36, 37. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I would say... Pick up a quarterback really young. 
don't play him for a few years. He has to understand that. He has to be willing to learn through the system and learn the way and then come through. And if, if it is under Matt Patricia, it is under Matt, Pat- Matt Patricia because this is the year, and we will speak about this in a second, but this is the year he has to prove himself. Mm-hmm. But in the same sense, I just think that, yeah, you're 100% right. We need to pick up a, a guy who is willing to learn, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, again, to talk about this further, I... I like the idea, and I think in terms of player development, it's smart to draft a guy a few years before he needs to, to you know, take over. Um, I just, I'm curious how you feel about, you know, if you draft a rookie quarterback and you'll have to pay him, like, a year or two after he finally starts to start, if that's, like, mm. worth it, like, economically or, or for the team's salary cap. You know what I'm saying? I'm curious to get your opinion on that because I waffle a little bit back and forth. Like, I want guys, I like a guy like Patrick Mahomes or Aaron Rodgers or, you know, whatever to like sit for a bit for two years or a year or however long it takes and i want them to be good when they start but i don't want that much like time taken off i don't want like three years taken off my rookie deal if i'm uh, if i'm you know have a quarterback i i don't want to have to start paying them you know two years or a year after they start or maybe even they don't play that much but he still you know showed enough stuff and commanded enough respect around the league that he'll get paid in for agency like a jimmy g or someone like that yeah, it, it's it's tough. I think so. I'm curious. I guess opinion. it just come. I guess it just comes down to the mindset of the team at the time. I guess it just comes down to what type of way you're thinking. Like, do you do you think as an economically financial business structure of a team and and the financial economic success of the team, or do you think in what you need as a team to be successful on the field? I I, I guess it just comes down to that because yes, it does kind of. I know exactly what you're saying. But it does come down to your your needs at the time, and if, if you aren't thinking specifically about the actual structure and, and getting the the best deal specifically, and you're thinking more about what you need on the field and and what can benefit you on the field, do you know what I'm saying? Like, I think it's more yeah, down to uh, the the team mentality at the time. Yeah, that's. I mean, but if you, if like you were the GM, would you consider doing something like that? Um. Cause, I mean, you have to you have to manage the salary cap. Like that that's the, the biggest thing, right? So yeah, but I just think that, that stuff, it. Right? I just think that is. I think it is something you need to do. I think it is something that you kind of need to forego a little bit. Obviously, not to an absolutely insane extent, but you need to forego a little bit because I think it is it is worthwhile to pick up somebody underneath that will learn and then will be your leading man for many years to come. So I think to sacrifice early, I think it's it's it's, it's probably worth it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I probably um, err on your side. Although I wouldn't want a quarterback to sit for more than like three years. I think that's probably yeah. too much. Oh, uh, three years is three years, years is still perfect. pretty long. Two years is perfect. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think two years is probably perfect. Um, and, and I would be pretty okay with doing stuff like that. So I, I probably on your side for that. Yeah. Um. Okay. Let's move on to my next question. Um. I want to talk about the running back situation. So obviously we talked when we talked about the draft that you know um they drafted a running back um and a pretty good running back with a high second round pick. And I was under the impression that coming into the year, Carrion's only played two years. I, I was under the impression that he was still the lead man. Is is that true, or what do we got going on? Well, Carrion's still the lead man, and he will be the lead man for at least this year, and uh, depending on injury, because we all know Carrion loves a good injury. <laughs> he loves going down with an injury, and it's it's something that I hate because I love Carrion. I love the way he plays, and mm-hmm. we've seen him really blow out. We've really seen him come out onto the scene and, and say he's a really good running back. However, he does have those injuries injury concerns, and and running back is a key position on the field for us because we need to open up Matty Stafford a lot more because he obviously loves to pass. So if we don't have a key running back to to show that we have the ability to run, 
then they're just going to absolutely lock us down in the passing. So that's the thing. We need a, a good running back to open up, Maddie. And unfortunately, Carry On is just injured so much. And because we've only had, like, we've had some absolutely shocking running backs over the years in backup. We've had some shocking running backs <laughs> over the years in general. And and Ty, yes. like Ty Johnson and Bo Scarborough, like, look, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I don't want to rely on them when it's a crucial last final drive and you have to... Uh, run the field with 30 seconds. No, not 30 seconds left, but like you need to run the field with what, three, four, three and a half minutes to go. And you need mm-hmm. a couple of running plays throughout there just to get into a really nice position when you're a little bit past halfway point. And it's just like, I don't want to rely on Bo Scarborough to be that guy. I want to rely on DeAndre Swift to be that guy if there's an injury. Uh-huh. Or if we're in that point, I feel like DeAndre Swift is a really good uh, complementation, like complementing of carry on Johnson to mix it up a lot. And mm-hmm. I think that carry on is the main man. He will be the main man. But I think after a year, year and a half, we are really going to be seeing the absolute full effect of a running back by committee, which is something, like I said before, the Detroit Lions absolutely love. They love a committee <laughs> setup. Yeah. Um, I just, uh, my, my impression when I hear Detroit linebackers, is I think back to that cut that, Amir Abdullah made in the preseason like five years ago. Amir that like, Abdullah. Every fantasy board. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. Oh, man, I was so excited for that team when he made that cut. And uh, it was the like, cut around the world, dude. His, his ADP shot up like 30 rounds or 30 picks, I remember. And I was bought in for at least, at least I had him on a few <laughs> I'm so sorry. Well. Um, <laughs> I, I was big sad about that for sure. Um, I did not. Uh, I don't want to talk about it. But yeah, um, yeah, I, I guess that makes sense. Um, Carry-on's really only a two years, so it just, it just surprised me when they when they, when they they drafted him. I, I guess it makes sense to go by committee, especially when Carry-on's been hurt the past two years. Um, but yeah, I mean, I hope hope he gets his shit together because I thought he was a great running back coming out of college. He had a pretty good rookie year until he got hurt. So we'll we'll see how that goes, though. I think I think we know what we're, I think we know what we're doing in regards to that because if if it's early second round, and I, the Lions are infamously known for messing up the draft, but <laughs> considering that I'm a fan and considering I'm actually really happy with how this draft went, I think mm. that that's a really positive sign. And 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 we'll speak about Patricia in a sec, but I guess that's a thing that a lot of people from inside realized too, if you're a Lions fan, is that there's actually been a lot of changes that have really been implemented over this last offseason that we can see individual base. And I said before that, you know, everyone from outside the team looks at the record and that's a huge focus. Mm-hmm. But I feel like there is a lot of uh, changes and restructuring that has gone on that Patricia has implemented which will be a real positive for this season. And like I said, I think this year in the in the North is going to be absolutely hectic. I honestly <laughs> I honestly think it's hectic. Like, tell me right now, you look at, say, what we've spoken about today and, and, and mm-hmm. go off kind of how I've spoken, wh- whether you believe it or not. But mm-hmm. if, if, if what I'm saying is right, who do you think gets the... Uh, into the playoffs do and obviously with this new system as well like there's the Packers there's the Vikings there's there's the Bears and there's the Lions any of those teams could be a playoff team I this division is so tough I um I think um I'm still a pretty big Packers believer I think their defense they improved it a lot last year and I think they're really good um I, Mm. I think the Packers have a really good team they're I think they're a step above the rest of them Minnesota's gotten worse I think a little bit um I think they took a step back last year, and I mean, losing Diggs but replacing with Jefferson was fine. Um, I mean, they lost Xavier Rhodes, but they replaced him with a cornerback. I'm pretty sure they drafted. I I I have to refresh my memory on this. Didn't goddamn. they? Didn't they? Didn't they bring in McKinney? Uh, no, McKinney went to the Giants. Um, oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I they drafted a cornerback. I want to say, maybe it was Gladney. It might have been Jeff Gladney. Um, uh, hold on, God, I'm just going through I'm the list so now to get it up. 
Yeah, I really, I really want to be right about this. Uh, <laughs> but I, because I, I know they took a court. Yeah, uh, yeah, Jeff Gladney at the beginning of the second uh, first round. Jeff Gladney was the guy they took. Yeah, I, I liked him. I liked Dan Zantler yeah, too. Jeff Gladney, I, I like yeah. Ezra Cleveland as an offensive tackle. Um, I like the center that they drafted last year. He was really good. I thought. Um, and they've got they've still got an okay defense or a good defense. I think they. They could be a team that falls, but I also am a pretty big Kirk Cousins believer, so I don't know how you feel about him. Um, Interesting. <laughs> I, I am. I, I like Cousins a lot. Um, I think the Bears might be the, the worst team, but they still have a killer defense. Like I, I can't count on a team that has that good of a defense, I think. Um, and Allen Robinson's good. But, yeah, but is you know, their, is their coverage as good as everyone's making them out to be? I know that uh, you know Khalil Mack mm-hmm. is, is absolutely huge, and I know yeah, he's the front, main their reason. Their front seven is really good, for sure. Danny Trevathan... Um, you know, guys like that are, are, are very good. Um, that You know, when they lost their nose tackle last year, um, everything kind of went to shit. Um, so hopefully he stays healthy, but he is getting older. Um, I, I still think they have a really good defense. Um, I don't think their offense is very good. I don't think the offensive line is very good. I think um, they, they got fleeced by the Jaguars in trading for Nick Foles. Um, but yeah, I, I still think, I still think um, uh, Trubisky could be okay. Possibly. Oh, no, 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 don't. No, 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 no. I've watched way be. too much of him to, to, to no, nah, I'm sorry. I'm like, no, nah, no, that's I okay. Remember. I mean, <laughs> uh, look, I, I, he was a one year starter at Duke or UNC. I forget which one he was at, um, one of those schools and, uh, or, or something like that. And I thought he had a pretty promising rookie year. He had a lot of ups and downs. He's still having a lot of ups and downs. I think it's entirely possible that he, he showed enough flashes, I think, for him to possibly be an okay quarterback going forward. But, you know, he has to put it together. I'm not. I'm not totally bought into it. Okay, but I'm not I'll, out on him. This I'm is not out this on is him. what I'll say on uh, Trubisky is that, like I said, I went to Chicago last year, so I have a I have a massive True. soft spot for for <laughs> Chicago as uh-huh. a as a as a even though that's a really odd thing as a Detroit. Uh, fan to say because obviously there's a huge rivalry and if everyone's been watching yeah. The Last Dance you know there's a huge rivalry between Chicago and Detroit but uh, as an Australian listen just deal with it like, <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> the, totally totally. I hate the Packers hate the Vikings but the Bears I deal with because I love Chicago and I, I, I actually <laughs> eventually want to live there but the point oh, of the matter cool. is is that <laughs> I watch Chicago very frequently not just mm-hmm. because they're into my division but because I genuinely want to see them do well and mm-hmm. I honestly can't stand Trubisky. I think that he just doesn't have a clue what he's doing. I think he has the ability to have a clue what he's doing, but he just doesn't have a clue what he's doing. And it really frustrates the living shit out of me, man. Like, I remember that game against the Packers last year in the opening game of the season. And I just wanted to throw myself into a river. Like, it was just, it was ridiculous. Like, I couldn't believe how how bad it was and and going forward i hope he really does prove himself this year because chicago and chicago fans specifically they deserve it they really do deserve to have a good team in Uh chicago especially after the cody parkey incident but (laughs) yeah you know (laughs) after the double doinker but uh but but yeah i i i really want to see chicago do well obviously not as well as the lions but i think they deserve to do well for the for the people of chicago and i'd love to see trubisky do something but i just don't know man Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I'm not saying that I'm bought in on Trubisky. I'm just not completely bought out of him. I mean, he had a pretty great game against the Lions on Thanksgiving, right? Where he threw for over 300 yards and three touchdowns against them. Yeah, but he's against <laughs> the Lions, man. He's against the Lions. <laughs> like, you know, like... I love that defense. It's a good defense. <laughs> yeah. No, but um, yeah, I, I, I'm just, I'm just not sold, sold on him being out. Um, uh, and I still think their defense is good. Holding on to guys like Eddie Jackson, um, you know, uh, I, I just, I think they have a, a good defense still. Um, I think McMorris is still playing for them, right? Or did he not leave the team? I don't know. Kyle Fuller is still good. Roquan Smith is good. I, I like a lot of what they have on their team. Um, 
but you know, we'll see. Defenses can't always win it, and in a really tough division, I think it's probably. So if I were to go back to the question and rank them, I'd probably go one Packers, two Minnesota, and then like tied for third is like uh, the Lions and the Bears right now. I know, I know you division. want to say it's Lions last. Division. I know, I know I, you no, want. No, I don't. You... <laughs> no, no, I don't. I promise you. I would, look, I wouldn't pull punches. This is my podcast, and I'll say whatever the fuck I want. I, I will. Yeah, fair um, enough. <laughs> but it's, it's tough because the Lions have a good offense. Like I, I would totally agree with that. Um, the Lions have a good offense. They have a new reworked defense. I'm not sure how I feel about Patricia, but we can talk about it in a second. Um. But they have a pretty full team. It's just such a tough division. Uh, it's hard for me to really, you know, latch onto one team besides the Packers, I think. Yeah. Oh, I think the Packers are definitely the, the true outright leaders mm-hmm. right now. But in the same sense, they do have a, they have a few issues right now with, with Aaron Rodgers. So we'll see how that, that turns <laughs> sure. out as well. <laughs> that will be interesting. But I also think Love is a really good quarterback. And hopefully he'll be... Oh, I love Love. I, yeah, I love fan. Love. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I said that way too much too. And I just, I, I'm used to it now. He's my favorite. Yeah. Um, but yeah, okay. So let's, let's talk about Patricia. Um, I, I have a pretty negative impression of him as a coach. Uh, what, what do you think as a, as a Lions fan? It's a difficult one. It really is. It is a difficult one because we had such high hopes. And although you've got to think about this as his third year. So this is, this is his genuine third year and you really shouldn't be expecting too much. When he took over the team, the team was, was absolutely diabolical. Like truly, it was it was diabolical. I'm pretty sure. Actually, no. It was it was it was two years after we'd played in the playoffs. I think 2016. Yeah, because he came in 2018 season, right? So it was two years after we played in the playoffs. The year after the playoffs, when we lost to Seattle in that game, we got we convincingly got beaten. Don't start on the Dallas Cowboys for the year before. <laughs> but the point of the matter is, is that I think he came in and had to completely restructure from the start. And this is when you look at. When people, uh, coaches and, and, and managers who have to restructure from the start, you really shouldn't be judging them until their third year. And this is his third year. So for me, this is the year that he needs to make it. He needs to make it work. And that's why mm-hmm. I keep really referring to him in a positive sense because I feel like I can't judge him on the first two years because he had to completely restructure. And, and like I said, we really, Alliance fans have noticed the implementations in the system that have been adjusted that will probably be coming together this year. And like, like we spoke about, you know, our corners have been sorted. Our defense, in my mm. opinion, is definitely on its way to being sorted. And we keep talking about how good the offense is. So I think that there is a genuine opportunity this year to prove to everyone that what he's been doing over these years has been the right thing to do. And what he's been doing <laughs> over the years has been in the right direction. So it is very 50-50. If he doesn't do it this year, then yeah, piss him off. Because honestly, it, it, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's gone past that three-year point. Just like you were talking about with the quarterback, man. Like a, a mm-hmm. quarterback shouldn't be sitting on the, on the bench for, for more than three years. And just like a, a coach, if he, if he isn't showing any form of positivity or any form of improvement, he shouldn't mm-hmm. be the, the coach. So it's a, it's a very similar aspect. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Um, I, I had a pretty negative impression of, of Patricia because I think that the team is really talented. I think they have a lot of talented players and they don't seem to be putting it together. So I kind of feel like that falls on the coach. But it's so tough to judge coaches. Like I, There's not really like film you can watch on coaches. I mean, you can watch the play calls and stuff like that, but you don't get to see all the other stuff they do during the week. So it, it's pretty tough. You kind of have to rely on win-loss record in a way because um, yeah. I think it's pretty impossible to do it otherwise. So I just don't think Patricia's put it together. Um, and I think he came with a pretty lofty like pedigree and it just... It, the guys from the Belichick coaches who don't always work out, I think they work out a lot less than they do than they actually do work out. So um, I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm mostly out on him. But yeah, you're right. This year has to be the year um, because they have a really revamped defense. It's pretty much New England North. Um, they have a good offense. If Stafford can stay healthy, then 
and he, he's been healthy for most of his career. And this seemed like an anomalous um, issue for him. So, um, yeah, I mean, th- this is this is when ha- they have to do it. I, I totally agree. Well, um, the thing is, as well, is that there isn't any excuses in the in the schedule this season as well. Like our oh, yeah. schedule is is Bears at home, uh, Packers away, obviously, then Cardinals, uh, Saints, the Jack- Jacksonville, Falcons, Colts, Vikings again, Washington. Carolina, Houston, Bears, Packers, Titans, Bucks, and Vikings. I think that's actually a relatively decent schedule. I don't think that's a very, very difficult schedule. I think uh, that if he can't use the excuse that this is, <laughs> this is, this is a, a terrible schedule, and we actually posted on the In the Sheds Instagram page uh, the, the podcast that we have the other day about the strength of schedules for all the different teams, and ours rates pretty high. Like we have a pretty decent. Uh, schedule that's that's rated that way so uh, I think we were number five a top top five or something like that so yeah it'll be it's, it's going to be something that he can't use to hide his uh, record this year yes yeah that that's that's pretty important I, I would totally agree with that but yeah okay um, that's interesting I'm gonna skip the next the last question that I had real quick um, I'm curious what you think of Detroit going into next year like do you think they're a contender do you think they're rebuilding like what what is the team looking for like next year like what are they doing are they going to win? Is this, is this going to happen? Are you talking about like this season right now? Yep, coming up. Yeah, what are they going to do? Is it, This has to be a win-now season, right? Uh, it has to be a definitely show improvement season. It has to be a, oh, okay. I'd, I'd, I'd really looking to be seeing us in the – I'd look to be seeing us in the playoffs. Okay. Uh, that's what my ideal situation would be. We're not in a we, – we, we're not going to win the Super Bowl. I'm not unrealistic. We're not going to be we're – not, we're not ready for that yet. I, if we just need to, as a Lions fan, we need to win a playoff game. That's our main focus. <laughs> our goal this year should be to win a playoff game. I have never in my life witnessed us win a playoff game. So please, for the love of God, Detroit, that's all I ask. That's all we ask. We're not um, asking you to win the Super Bowl. Just win a <laughs> fucking playoff game. <laughs> uh, no worries. Um, do, do you think they will, though? Do you think, like, what, what does the division look like this year for you? Uh, I think that we can, I, I personally think that we could we could get nine wins this year. I think we can get nine, nine ten wins, in my opinion. Like I went through the, the schedules then, I think we, we can, uh, this new setup, this new system that we have in the NFL gives us another opportunity as well. Uh, but yeah, I, I think that I, I'm I'm going to call us making the playoffs, but I, I don't know how far we'll get in those. Okay, no, that's that's interesting. I, I think Detroit could be with their, I think honestly, any one of the teams besides the Packers could get to nine wins and then make the playoffs from there. The yeah. I think um the NFC is going to eat itself alive, kind of like it did last year. Um, there are there's so many better teams in the in the the NFC than the AFC, so um yeah. we'll, we'll we'll see how that stuff goes. But yeah, okay. So do you think the Packers are are the best team in the division? Do you think that they're yeah, I think the Packers probably deserve to be the, the team that has the, the right of being the best team in the division <laughs> uh, right now. But, you know, I think that a lot of changes have happened to the Vikings that I'm not a big fan of. I, I think that they're not going to be... I, I know you're a big fan of Kirk Cousins, but I think I that they're Kirk. probably... Uh, they're not not as as good as they probably have been in previous years, and obviously Stefan Diggs is gone as well, which is a huge loss as a as a wide receiver. They have got Jefferson, but I I, I was a big fan of Stefan Diggs, and I'll always love him for that that uh, what's it called the the miracle in Minnesota. That yeah, was incredible because yeah. I've got a friend or yeah, yeah, I've got oh, a person yeah. I, I used to know who's a massive New Orleans Saints fan. So it was a beautiful day that that was hilarious. Um, but uh, but yeah, I I think the Packers rightfully should be the top of what people. I assume is the 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 NFC North right now. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. So do you think the Bears are the worst team? 
I, I'm going to give you a bit of a hot take here. I actually think that Minnesota might actually finish fourth in the division this year. Interesting. Why, why is that? I just think that they've gone backwards, man. I just don't think that mm-hmm. there is – I just don't like them going into this season. I think that they've got a little bit of a – I actually don't really like their schedule either. I think the Bears could be third. I genuinely think that we could be second. I think it's going to be it's, – it's, really, it's a really difficult season to – predict from the NFC North because there is so many different options that can happen. You look at other different divisions and they're pr- some of them are pretty basic and you can mm-hmm. tell exactly what's going to happen with every single team. But I just think I'm not a big fan of Minnesota. And I think they could be the, I, I think they could be the fourth. I think they could be fourth in that division and yet still get eight wins. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I think the, this team, this and the NFC South, um, the NFC North and the NFC South, yeah. I think they're both the, uh, divisions where, where stuff like that can happen. I, I could see it being very... Um, very possible, at least. Um, I can tell you what, though. I can tell you what, just quickly, is that I yeah. know your listeners are going to be like, this Detroit Lions fan's off his head. You know, he's, uh, <laughs> he's crazy thinking they're going to make the playoffs. <laughs> uh, I don't think it's crazy. I, I don't. Well, I hope so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I hope so for your sake, too, man. Um, yeah. Uh, so, uh, do you have any uh, questions or anything else you want to talk about? I think we've covered quite a bit, man. I think we've uh, yeah. we've done pretty well. We've gone over the draft. We've gone over the, the NFC North. We've even gone over the Jacksonville Jaguars throughout this <laughs> well. So you know, there's always a there's, uh-huh. there's pretty much everything that's been covered. You know. Yeah, I finally got to bring on a uh, a Jacksonville fan. Uh, I think a few weeks ago or a week ago or whatever to talk Jaguars football. Oh, it was great. This is one of the best podcasts I think I've done. So <laughs> pretty happy about that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, okay. So do you want to uh, plug your stuff again, real quick, and just tell everyone who you are, and then uh, yeah. Yeah, too easy, man. Yeah, so if you guys love your sport and, and love your actual going to the games and, and actually Gross. experiencing Who does the that? Disgusting. Well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if you, if, you, if you don't have the time or you don't have the ability to, to go and watch uh, games at the stadium, then uh, I'm, I'm, I'm that guy. You know, I'm that guy who travels around. Obviously, I can't do it right now, uh, but I, I travel around the world and go to different sporting events in all different sports. And I've logged the atmosphere, talked to the fans, talked to the players, and just, you know, enjoy the experience, show off the different foods that you can eat. Uh, so yeah, BKR Sport, uh, BKR Sport on YouTube is my YouTube channel. And also I've got the In the Sheds podcast, which is a podcast where we bring on the players from all different sports and we just have a bit of fun, very similar to this, but not NFL uh, or American sports specific. We, we do a lot of Australian sport and, and European football as well. So uh, yeah, it's um, really good. That's In the Sheds podcast and, and, and we, we have a good time with that. So I, I hope you guys have enjoyed me having on here. Yeah, I mean, thank you so much for coming on, man. Um, I'm uh, I'm very excited to get this published, <laughs> to be honest. Um, but yeah, I, I thank you so much for coming on. All right, have a good day, man. All right, thanks, brother. You have a good one. That's it for this episode of the Bacon Game Sports Pod. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. And follow Jesse on Twitter at E-S-S-E-J-T-H-E-S-L.